that music so fun? Hey y'all, welcome to Reading with Rach. I'm your host, Rachel Hill, and thanks for meeting with me today, listening and joining in on the conversation. We're going to talk about Brandon Sanderson's book, The Way of Kings, which is the first in the Stormlight Archive trilogy. Um, So this book I listened to on audio. Uh, It's narrated by Kate Redding and Michael Kramer, and I just got to give a little shout out to my friend Stephanie Price. You can follow her at Because My Mother Read, with dots in between each word, because.my.mother.read on Instagram. She was the one that recommended this book for me, and I had wanted to get into it for a long time, but the size was very intimidating. Y'all, this book is 45 hours and 29 minutes. That's a lot of time, a lot of my life dedicated to this book. I am giving this, the Rach rating is four thumbs up, and let's get into it, and I'll let you know why that is. So, uh, backstory about Brandon Sanderson, a little backstory about him. He was known for completing the Wheel of Time series. Robert Jordan died before he could finish this huge series, and his wife picked Brandon Sanderson to finish his legacy, which is kudos to Brandon Sanderson. That uh, puts a lot of trust into him. So that shows that he's a really good writer. Um, He has also done, he's done a lot of stuff. I mean, you guys have probably heard of him. Uh, I first read the Mistborn trilogy a couple years ago, and I loved it. I've even read, there's a couple of books, I think it's three books, that were set in 300 years after the Mistborn trilogy was. I've also read those books as well. And I will, I have to say, I liked Mistborn better um, than the Stormlight Archives so far. Maybe it's the length. I don't know exactly what it is. But if you haven't read any Brandon Sanderson, I would suggest starting with the Mistborn series. Uh, That being said, you know, this book was really awesome. It's really good. (laughs) So I tell people that I've listened to this whole book. I listened to it on this past summer. We traveled a lot. And so I was able to listen to it in the car on audio. And um, but I did check it out from the library and the librarian when I checked it out thought I was crazy. She said that, oh, she said, good luck. Not like a, wow, I admire you because you're so dedicated to your reading life. It was more like, look at this big old nerd reading this giant fantasy novel. She must have no life. Um, so and it is a pretty thick one. I, I can see where she was coming from with that. But um, I it was worth it. It was a good read. So what's it about? Roshar is the name of the world's it's a world of shard plates and shard blades, these uber powerful weapons and armor left behind by the Knights Radiant. And the Way of Kings is an ancient text that many people seem to have written off, but a character named Bright Lord Dalinar Colin is very invested in following this text and enforcing the codes with his troops. And there's a few other different main characters, and there's room for that in, you know, a thousand and seven pages of the book. Uh, Kaladin is another character in the book. He is a slave and you have lots of flashbacks to see where, how, how he got to that place. Another main character is Shalon, who was a woman, a noble woman who's trying to save her family from ruin. And, um, 
and she's a lady from the country. Oh man, I forgot to put on Do Not Disturb again, but I'm not gonna edit this, folks. This is life. It's a little messy sometimes. So, things that I liked about this book. Brandon Sanderson is able to create these giant mega worlds. It's very Lord of the Rings-esque in that way. It's pretty awesome. So it's cool to be able to get out of your own world and dive into this whole new world. A whole new world. Okay, maybe I'll sing a little bit for every podcast, How for every episode. How about that, guys? I'm sure you want to listen to me sing. So anyways, uh, also... I liked what I liked about this book is you're able to enjoy this book even if you don't like to dip, dig deep into the Cosmere. So I'm, I'm going to provide a link to his Cosmere in the show notes, but um, I'll read just a little blurb from it. So uh, Brandon Sanderson said, many years ago before I was even published, I had an idea, a crazy ambitious idea, an idea for a large interconnected universe of fantasy series where the fundamentals of magic and cosmology were the same but the stories were all separate and pretty cool. Um, there's a character in the Mistborn series that's also apparently in the Stormlight archives. So, um, and you can really dig into this stuff if you want to into the, the Cosmere, but I'm not really into the mega, the major details. So, and I still enjoy the book just fine. I loved it. So you, there's a lot, a lot there to dig into if you want to. Another thing I liked was the character arcs and development are phenomenal. So Kaladin goes from the depths of despair. And that's from Princess Bride, folks. <laughs> I'll be here all day. So Kaladin goes from almost killing himself because he sees no point to his life um, and being a bridgeman. And then he's able to rise up and you see this huge change in him. <clears throat> and, uh, he just little side note, he, he becomes a bridgeman, which means that he is in charge of um, carrying these large bridges with a bunch of men to connect these big uh, plateaus so that the troops can go across. And they're just basically bait They're You know, there's really no point to his life. So he's he's at a low point for sure. But you see him really change and uh, and rise up, which is really cool. Um, another character arc I really like is that Shalon is a timid woman who's had a very violent and overbearing father, and she's embarking on her own hero's quest, which, you know, who doesn't like a good hero's, a hero's quest, right? And then Dalinar Colin is having these visions and wondering what to do about them. He thinks he's losing his mind, and he's getting older, and he's trying to deal with being a leader um, with and deal with all the politics and gossip in the kingdom. So just those those characters just have some really cool stuff happen to them. There's a lot of change, progression, so they're not static characters. Uh, the another thing I like are the fantasy elements are just really fun. You know, cool world established with plants that hide out during the hide storms. Um, different massive creatures. And I will say, if you do listen to this on audio, still either buy the book or check it out. I ended up doing both because <laughs> I just wanted to own the book because the illustrations inside are really neat to see. Uh, and it's cool to see how the world is made. I like looking at um, at the maps in, in books so that you can really envision where people are going. And another thing I loved was that I just, I just love this about the genre in general, that fantasy allows you to analyze human nature in a totally different environment. So the problems of the human condition are still the same. If you're not, even if you're not a true human, (laughs) 
like in these in these books, right? Um, so some things, you know, there's racism that's discussed. The nobility are light eyes, but if you have dark eyes, you're lower born. So, and then you have the parchment that are slaves. So you've got this hierarchical society and race is a big part of it. There's also that's uh, modesty that's discussed. It's so interesting to me because um, the women in the book, they have something called a safe hand. So one of their hands, I think it's the left hand, always has to be covered once they hit puberty. And it's just so funny because modesty, you know, modesty is very culture dependent, right? In Africa, they, we have people walking around half naked and that's modest for them. In our culture and Western society, it's different. And so it's it, it was cool to see Brandon Sanderson uh, tie in modesty in a different way. I just thought that was that was interesting. And uh, and of course, even with uh, within... The, the, all the females in the book, you know, if you're a lower born, you'd, you'd wear a glove over your safe hand. But if you were a noble lady, then you would have a whole sleeve covering it. So just, just fascinating. So I like that part of fantasy that you can take these cultural things in in, in a totally different world and you see it in a different light. And uh, last thing, even though this is one of the longest books I've ever read slash listened to, I, I did read Gone with the Wind back in middle school, and that was 1,024 pages, but I feel like those pages were smaller. I don't know. So, but even though this was a super long book, I still found myself wanting to know what happened next, and I love that. That's what I love about reading. You want to know. You're always thinking about this book. You want to see what is happening next, so it's very plot-driven, character-driven. Everything serves a purpose, and he doesn't go on forever describing things, but he does paint a great picture. So pretty awesome stuff. Things I did not like in the book. Um, the first book, so I'm in the middle-ish of the second book right now. It's going to take me a long time, y'all. It's going to take me a while because I'm not going on these mega road trips right now. It's the fall. So, but um, in the second book, female characters happen a little more. They, they, they're talked about a lot more. And even though Shalon is brought up in the first book and is a main character, there were long stretches of time that you don't see her. And, uh, this was made even more clear by the fact that the audiobook has a, both a female narrator and a male narrator. And so it was, uh, very obvious to me when, uh, the female characters were being brought up because the female narrator was, was not, it, she would she you heard her voice right so I heard the male voice a lot more than the female voice so but I gotta say you know Brandon Sanderson he's just establishing his world it makes sense the second book you hear her or you hear Kate Redding I think it's Kate Redding in the second one too um you hear her vo voice a lot more so and then uh another thing I did not like was the battle scenes <laughs> I just don't care about them. It's same with Lord of the Rings. At least with the movies, I can fast forward those battle scenes that last forever. But I was afraid to do that with the book when I was listening to it because I could possibly miss a key point. So, and I do understand they're there to serve a purpose and the Shattered Plains are, is this huge war zone in this, in the, in the book. So for those who like battle scenes and war strategy, this is a great book for you. But I read the book despite those scenes. So that says something. And then last but not least, um, probably the big reason why I gave it the four thumbs up was just the length. It was just such a lengthy book and it was very intimidating to get into. So that's why I'm not giving it a full five thumbs up, but you know, uh, because it's so long, you're able to really dive into this world. So that could be either a pro or con for the reader, depending on the purpose. 
All right, some quotable quotes for you. The purpose of a storyteller is not to tell you how to think, but to give you questions to think upon. So I like that because, you know, as readers, we love stories. We love storytellers. We don't want to be told how to think, but we do want to question things. We want to analyze them, right? So that's a good quote from the book. Another one is, expectations were like fine pottery. The harder you held them, the more likely they were to crack. So, and isn't that so true? When you hold on to those expectations fiercely, sometimes they start cracking and you just got to let go. And then the last quotable quote, we remember the good times and the bad ones, forgetting that most times are neither good nor bad. They just are. So we can make those times what we want them to be because they're usually just neutral. Okay, cleanliness score. Again, my disclaimer, everyone has their own personal comfort level. These are mine. Language, I give it a B as in boy. There is some profanity in our world, our world's profanity, not a ton. Uh, The other cussing is specific to the book's world. So because high storms are a big part of the world, they'll insert storm into cuss words. Example, they will say storm it instead of another word. So there's profanity specific to the storm, uh, not to the storm, <laughs> specific to the story, but, you know, uh, your kids aren't really going to be picking up on that too much. <laughs> Maybe it's good for them to have some, some other words to insert in if they, instead of getting in trouble at school, right? So there you go. Uh, sex, I give it an A+. plus. There is no sex in this book. Violence, I give it a D as in dog. So this book definitely has some violence in it, considering the subject matter. I mean, it's a war, this epic war. It has battle scenes and assassinations aplenty. There are eyes being burnt out. There's stabbing, you know, all that stuff. So I would give it a D for me, and maybe a C, C or D. So no, I'm sticking with my D. I'm doing it. So um, that being said, it was fine going on the road trip because I can listen to my books on the front of the car, and then my kids can't hear it in the back. So they were just watching their iPads while I was listening to this stuff. And so, and and you know, okay, there's a battle coming up. You kind of know what you're getting into, right? Then drugs and alcohol. I give it a B as in boy. Characters drink alcohol, but no drug usage. So there you go. Thanks for joining with me, y'all. Make sure to follow me at Sugar Plum Books on Instagram and leave a comment of yourself posing with this book and I will give you a shout out in another episode. I would love to hear what you guys thought of this book, any tidbits of other Brandon Sanderson books to read. I follow him on Instagram and oh my goodness, he's got so much. I really like this author. So uh, just let me know what you thought, any tidbits, and uh, I would love to respond back to you. Thanks for joining me today. And again, as Holbrook Jackson said, never put off till tomorrow the book you can read today. Thanks, y'all. Now go stick your nose in a book.